Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, gang, and of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast with me, host Andy Goldstein. We begin today's show podcast, call it what you will, with Harry Kane. Well, not with him, talking about, you'll understand where I'm going. He has spoken out for the first time since telling Tottenham Hotspurs he wants to leave the club in the summer. He spoke with G. Neville, or Gary Neville, as some people refer to him, on the overlap on Sky Sports, a strange old name, and said he's at a crossroads in his career. Here's some of the best reactions from the former Spurs midfielders, Jamie O'Hara and Darren Anderton. The club or the team cannot be bothered to come round and at least clap the fans and made the effort to come here today. I can't believe it, really. It's just a kick in the teeth for Spurs fans today. I've been coming to Tottenham for years and years and years, and that is the lowest point that I've ever been a Tottenham fan. Harry Kane has told Tottenham he wants to leave Spurs in the near future. Imagine leaking a story with two massive games left. The timing from his representatives, I think it was a, a disaster for Spurs in general. I want to lose against Leicester. I want Spurs to finish below Arsenal and West Ham. Next season, I want it continuous until this man gets handed out my football club. I don't want to come to the end of my career and have any regrets, so I want to be the best I can be. I've said before, I'd never say I'd stay at Spurs for the rest of my career. I want to be playing in the biggest games, the biggest moments. This season I'm there watching the Champions League, watching the English teams in there doing amazing and they're the games I want to be involved in. I want to be at, in them games. So for sure it's, it's a moment in my career where I have to kind of reflect and, and see where I'm at and, and ha- have a good honest conversation with the chairman. Got to give him credit. He's, you know, he's never caused any trouble. He's always given 110%. He's different class on every single level. And if he yeah. make that decision, you have to... Um, you have to respect him for it and, and wish him well. Doesn't matter how good a player you are. You've seen you've seen contract situations we even when when Messi was trying to leave Barcelona, how it was affecting what was going on and the whole public and especially we know what the, the British media like. So if it comes out that Ari Kane is trying to anchor a move away, the press will be on him straight away. To me, you can't replace him. I, I don't know who you would buy within the world to replace him and and get the same same player. It just it, that that player's not around and. I don't think anyone's ever taken it for granted at just how good he is and just how lucky we are to have him. If anyone's under the impression, Harry Kane, his advisors, or anybody else, that Daniel Levy is going to sit there and allow Harry Kane to be sold for a discount, then they're well, outside of their minds. He's saying 100 million quid. Let's be honest. Let's and that's fine. 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 Because they got the money Herbital. they wanted. 
Oh, hang on, Sam, because they got the money they wanted. If if, Harry, if Daniel if Daniel wants a hundred million quid for Harry Kane, and someone says we're going to give you a hundred million quid, then Daniel yeah. will sell him. But okay. if if, uh, if nobody wants to give him a hundred million quid and they want to pay seventy and sixty million quid, the argument then is. What's Harry Kane going to be able to do? Daniel, I'm sure we'll try everything he can to keep him. But at the same time, we'll have a, enough respect for, for Harry Kane that but I don't think he would stand in his way. People might look at it as, oh, he's desperate for trophies and his trophies. I still, I still feel like I've got almost another career to play. Me, personally, I think Harry Kane will be at Spurs in pre-season. Elsewhere, Manchester City defender Ruben Diaz has been named the Men's Footballer of the Year by the FWA, or the Football Writers Association, as we know. He's just the third player to win the award in his first season and the first defender to win it for 32 years. Of course, the other two aren't written down on this piece of paper, nor is the other defender 32 years ago. Lazy. Anyway, Diaz says he couldn't have done it without his teammates, obviously, because then there'd just be one player on his team and he would elite goals for fun. Benfica say they've arrived at an agreement with Manchester City for uh, the movement of all the sporting rights of Ruben Dias to Manchester City for the amount of 68 million euros. Yeah, settle good, settle quick. He's incredible, open-minded, and the personality is huge. So when he settled really well, the games he played. Footy cross towards the far post. What a header that is for Ruben Dias. What a football player he is, mate. What a football player. I, I think he's fantastic. I, I love watching him. It's how he leads people around him. I think it's fantastic as well. I actually can't believe how good he is at 23. If he yeah. stays at City for most of his career, I mean... God help everybody because he's. I mean, the game against PSG, I couldn't. But it's one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen. Very, very skillful with the ball in his feet. He has good pass between the lines. He reads the game well. He attacks the ball well in the air. He's strong in the duels. He's only 23, but he shows great maturity. Obviously, it's uh, it's a huge privilege. I'm very, very happy. Outstanding candidate this year. I think his leadership qualities more than anything, Sam, is what singled him out for votes from our members. Diaz is one of those players that makes other players around him better. He's constantly talking, constantly communicating. Little stuff off the pitch, the way he's you know, giving people high fives, fist bumps, little mm-hmm. pats on the back when they've done something good. That kind of thing. It's kind of galvanised the defence and Guardiola says, you know, the defensive midfielders as well because he's just talking, talking, talking. Obviously, I could not have done it without the success of the team. Only only by that, me as a defender, uh, was I, I was able to to be here to receive this, this prize. And he's, again, only the third player to have won it in the first season that they could possibly win it, and that's with Zola and Jurgen Klinsmann. Yeah, Sam Allardyce has been speaking to TalkSport for the first time since announcing he would leave West Brom at the end of the season. He joins Sam Matterface and Simon Jordan and thinks the club needs someone who can commit to a project. And he also had another dig at Mikel Antonio about his comments about Big Sam's style of play. Lump it! When you arrive at a football club that's in a bit difficult position, you have a difficult job to do. As uh, And I had the confidence because of what I'd managed before to try and do it again other circumstances didn't help but the bottom line is that we tried to change things as quickly as we could and we did our best we possibly could so the bottom line was we weren't quite good enough in the end and uh, and that that showed you said when we had our chat a couple of weeks ago that you would stay depending on the assurances you got about funds and whether they could give it a right good go about getting back into 
the Premier League. Have they not given you those assurances, or have you changed no, your mind? No, nothing, nothing to do with that. I, I was only, I wasn't actually telling you the truth, mate. So, I mean, initially it was always a fact that from the very start that if we got relegated, I wasn't going to stay. And they were pleased enough to see the changes that we'd made and the effort we'd put in, not just me and my staff, but all together. I was very, very appreciative, very comfortable with the whole running of West Bromwich Albion, which is sometimes not all the, always the case when you're manager. There can be some difficult objects behind the scenes that make your life more difficult, but it wasn't the case at West Brom. And so I considered it at great length and, and really appreciated the offer. But like I said, for me, it was a, it's about somebody else going in there long term about doing the job to try and get them in the Premier League and keep them in the Premier League for for somebody that needs a three and four year contract and 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 my position at the moment in life if I'd have been in my fifties yes but not I'm in my I'm in my middle sixties and um, I didn't feel that was right for me and 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 not the right thing for the football club. Sam, I wanted to talk to you about the interview you gave to Sky last night. Because I've watched your yeah. career for 20 years and I've always liked you as a man. I like you as a manager. And I don't subscribe to some of the BS that I get to listen to through certain segments of the media that talk about your style of football and the mm. manner in which you play. We all have to sometimes, you know, play the, with what we've got. But some of the players that you've played and some of the formations that you've set up and some of the teams that you've managed and some of the innovation that you've embraced dispels the nonsense that I've had to listen to and people listen to about you, which is you're a dinosaur and you play a certain way. But you touched yeah. upon it last night and I think you were being facetious about some of the observations that you made but what does the future look like for you and also with this nonsense that you constantly have to put up with about the style of play you pull, pulled up Mike Michael Antonio yesterday and you were a little bit irritable but walk me through how 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 you as a manager have set up over the years because people categorize you in a certain way and I don't think it's right or fair well the biggest problem in the first place Simon was I uh, in the Bolton days when we upset the big boys yeah with Kevin Davis and, yeah and I allowed it to happen when I should have nailed it there and then, that reputation has uh, has never has never been forgotten, and so lazy journalism, lazy people mention it like Michael Antonio did, without even thinking about or watching what team and what players are doing, and it's an insult to the players I have. You know, winning football matches cannot be overtaken by the style of play that you want to play. It can't happen because you you won't keep your job. On now to boxing. Tyson Fury's promoter, Frank Warren, believes the proposed heavyweight title fight with Anthony Joshua is further away than ever before. Boring, boring, move on. <clears throat> anyway, the fight was apparently due to take place in Saudi Arabia on August the 14th, but now looks more and more likely that Fury will have his third fight with Deontay Wilder instead. Here's the best reactions to everything I've just said and more on TalkSport. Deontay Wilder, who's been down, who's been absolutely pummeled, and the towel comes in! The towel comes in! Tyson Fury is the winner in Las Vegas. Jay Reyes, he throws in the towel. Tyson Fury has done the remarkable. He has stopped the unbeaten, the ferocious Deontay Wilder. We've had five months of protracted, painstaking, detailed negotiations back and forth and the, the meandering of, of this narrative of is this fight really going to happen? And then suddenly this bombshell on Monday night, the judge Daniel Weinstein had ruled 
in the United States that Deontay Wilder had the right to monetary damages and also um, to face Tyson Fury by September the 15th? I want to see a fight. I don't want to see him writing letters to each other. That's what we want to see. And uh, that's what we're, we all, we all were collectively working towards. But this is a spanner in the works. And obviously, it's a, it, it was a legal dispute. And... Um, and the, and the arbitrator has given his decision. So his decision is what it is. I think Joshua's team are now in talks with Alexander Usyk, who's a WBO mandatory contender. So he wants his shot now. Um, Wilder Fury, that might happen. And if you know if they've got to go through those fights, Fury and Wilder, um, Fury and Joshua, we may never see that because they're not they're not foregone conclusions. Those you know if, if Wilder. Wilder Fury free. You know we know how Wilder hits. He is dangerous. And Alexander Usyk. He's very dangerous as well. So I'm praying that we get the fight, Sam, if I'm, if, if I'm honest. But it seems further away than ever right now. This fight seems further away than ever, Spencer says. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. I mean, obviously, everyone was aware there was an arbitration situation. And, and Anthony Joshua was aware of that, as was Matrim. Um, and so it's not a shock for anyone at all. That, that, uh, that's come out of the blue. Obviously, they didn't know that was going to be the outcome, but they must have been optimistic that they would have got a resolution with Deontay Wilder. Given the scale of his fight, and this is going to be easy for me to say, right? but I'm going to say it all the same, given the scale of his fight and the amount of dough that's being paid, isn't it really just the case of Tyson Fury has to swallow a little bit and maybe give Wilder what, he's, what he wants, $15 million or whatever he wants, because Tyson's a big boy. He signed a contract for three fights, and it didn't happen for a variety of reasons. They've lost in arbitration. Isn't it a little bit of Tyson's got to swallow this and maybe pony up the money? He knows there's massive money there for him. Why take step aside when, if he can beat Tyson Fury, he'll be in a $100 million fight for himself than against Anthony Joshua. Realistically as well, I don't know whether that fight would have gone on in August anyway because it's not a great time of the year in Saudi Arabia. The best time for any fight in Saudi Arabia is probably December when it's cooler there and hopefully the COVID situation has really been dealt with. So these two guys will probably have their respective fights. Uh, I think Tyson will fight Wilder and the WBO will then order... um, Anthony Joshua to fight Usyk, which yeah. they will do, I think, tomorrow. And then Anthony Joshua's got to decide whether he's going to vacate that title or fight. Could Tyson give up the WBC title? Is that an option? No, because uh, the, the, what we want to do is, is to un- unify the four belts. Yeah, but I'm saying, but but I'm saying, if like to keep the no, fight, no, keep no, the no, fight burning, no. is it is it an option that? Or is he legally bound to keep the WBC title, or or can he can he can he vacate and still have the fight? He's legally bound to give. Uh, he's legally bound to a rematch to um, to Wilder. He's legally bound. And we end the show with some championship chat. The Derby County defender Curtis Davis was alongside Hugh Wozencroft on kickoff and spoke about that crazy final day as Wayne Wazaruni's side stayed up by the schooner of the team. It was just a crazy game. It was a crazy day, all in all. Um, myself, obviously, I, I wasn't even fit. Um, so to be back in the squad was was crazy enough and trying to deal with all of that um, that noise. But then as you're sitting there on the bench, you hear Rotherham have gone 1-0 up. 
you're thinking the worst, then actually we weren't playing too bad. We had a goal disallowed. Uh, Martin Waghorn bashed into the post. You thought he was knocked out. Mm. All that stuff. Then we go 1-0 down. Then it's 2-1 up. Then it's 2-2. And then I'm basically warming up from 65 minutes. Don't know if I'm going to be a striker, if I'm going to be a defender. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, eventually you it's... You're not saying um, anything about the manager, are you, them. Curtis? What do you mean? Well, I just, it was basically, it was either I was going to be thrown up front to try and cause mayhem or I was going to be put in my position. And eventually, luckily, because um, Cardiff obviously got the goal against Rotherham, it meant I could come on and do what I'm best at. I'm not going to pretend I'm Rivaldo slash Ronaldo, whatever you want to call me. Um, it's, I just was happy to get on there, do, play my position and, and see the game up. That's a massive risk. Your final game for the club and about to be out of contract off the back of a massive Achilles injury as well. Huge decision to make. It is, but... That, that's um, that's me. Um, that's how I felt. I, I felt that I couldn't not offer myself to my team if I felt physically capable. And I'm not saying I could have started the game. I'm not saying I could have played a half. But knowing that I could give 10, 15 minutes of organisation or mayhem, as I said, up front, I, I wanted to offer that to my team. And, and thankfully, the manager bought into that and I was able to play my part. But that's it for another podcasting thing. Thanks for listening on TalkSquare or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm, of course, back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show. Yeah, today on TalkSport at 4pm. Alongside my favourite Friday husband, that's Darren Ben, Also a member of the Premier League 100 Club. And that, of course, is the club where you moan over 100 times to a referee. Don't forget the TalkSport Network is the only place to hear live and exclusive commentary of the final day of the Premier League season. On TalkSport, we bring you Leicester against Spurs. Whilst over on TalkSport 2, we'll have commentary of West Ham against Southampton. And as well as this, we'll bring you three more games on the free TalkSport app. That's ridiculous. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing Monday morning, first thing literally a minute after midnight. Is that Monday morning? When does Monday morning start? Is it about five or six? Rufus, my producer, is in the studio. Rufus, when do you think Monday morning starts? Don't know, mate. There you go. So there will be another one of these out at some stage Monday morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.